Hello and welcome to Let's Talk Sierra Vista, the official podcast of the city of Sierra Vista. I'm your host, Public Information Officer Adam Curtis, and today we're joined by Parks Maintenance Supervisor Brian Mills, who retires this week after just shy of 22 years with the city. Brian started his career with the city in the Public Works Department, where he spent 19 years first as a drafter and then as an engineering technician. In that role, Brian designed many of the public facilities we enjoy today, like Eddie Sears Center Park, Lynn Roberts Park, Tompkins Park, and Timothy Lane Park. For the last three years, Brian oversaw a team of 14 people responsible for improving and maintaining many of those same parks facilities he helped create. It's given him a unique perspective and a lot of knowledge to pass down to his crew. We highlighted his team and the important behind-the-scenes work they do on Facebook throughout July for National Park and Recreation Month. Now we'll talk about Brian's time with the city, his deep ties to our community, and much more. I hope you enjoy the interview. Hi, Brian. Welcome to the podcast. Uh, thanks, Adam. It's a pleasure to be here. So, uh, obviously, you've had a long career with the city, but your time in Sierra Vista actually predates that. Uh, can you kind of talk about what first brought you to town? Well, it wasn't purposefully. Um, the army told me I was coming here. So I think that's a common story. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, uh, yeah, this is where you're coming. And it's funny. I'm, I'm at uh, AIT in uh, Denver, Colorado, which was a nice place to do. And they're going, you're going to Fort Huachuca. And some, uh, some old E6 said, you know what? The last time I was there, it had like one street and that was it. And I was like, oh, no. <laughs> but, uh, of course, I... Traveled home to Texas, drove my Jeep and my belongings over here, and it's a beautiful place, and I haven't regretted a minute of it. It's really nice. Absolutely. Um, so, yeah, you were, you were in the Army for a while? Um, five years, yes. Five years. Okay. Uh, what happened after the Army? Well, uh, of course, uh, during the Army, I, I got married, three beautiful kids, um, I got out and became a part of the community. Mm-hmm. My kids brought me into the community, of course, you know, with sports and everything else. Mm-hmm. Um, I tried my hand. I uh, got went to school. I uh, got going in the post office. Mm-hmm. That was one I did because I can use my veteran points and stuff. And then I got into government contracting. And uh, then I eventually applied here at the city. And as Miguel tells me, I was the second choice. <laughs> he told me that after I'd been working a year. But uh, I, uh, So let's let people know who Miguel is. Uh, uh, Miguel, so you, you've been around the city for like 22 years. Oh, so we're reaching back. I'm, I'm, <laughs> yes. I'm sorry. Now, Miguel, uh, he was a, another drafter in mm-hmm. public works. And uh, like I said, they were needing a drafter. Mm-hmm. And I applied and. He's a great friend now. He left and he's back now as a building inspector. Mm. And um, I I really, there's not really anybody that I do not know at the city at the moment, besides a couple of new people. Mm-hmm. Um, but I can, <laughs> I can remember back when people were young, didn't even have a family. Uh, they were still thin. <laughs> like... <laughs> You know, I got, I got a couple pounds on me too, but uh, it's it's funny to see all the faces, and uh, it's it's unimaginable how uh, if I think back when I first got here, where I'm at today, it, it's really nice. 
Yeah, it's kind of cool to be in one organization and one community for that long. And I think one cool thing about working in local government is it really connects you into the community and and the work you do is public. I mean, you work on public infrastructure, public projects, I mean, stuff that affects people and that you see grow over time. Sure. Um, so talk a little bit about, about the work you did in public works and then what it's like to kind of go on the other side of some of that uh, with your more recent stint uh, as supervisor or parks maintenance. Uh, of course. Um, of course, when I first got into public works, uh, being a drafter, and I, after a while, I moved to an engineering technician. Mm-hmm. And it all, uh, in the engineering department, we're all about design. Like I said, my first project was Lynn Roberts mm-hmm. uh, with Angie, one of the engineers. Mm-hmm. And uh, who's still with the city? Too? Yes, she, she is too. Post her retirement too. <laughs> yes, yeah. we've been uh, comparing notes on that. So, <laughs> uh, but that design came about with you know a lot of input and everything else. And here I am, twenty years later. I'm actually maintaining the park that mm-hmm. we built the infrastructure for. Now, of course, it's older. <laughs> it seems like I got the raw end of the deal when I came to, to parks because there's a lot of effort into it now. Mm-hmm. But uh, I thoroughly enjoy it because, as you said before, um, I don't work for the city. I work for the parks. I work for the sports fields. I work for the buildings. I work for the people out there. They're, they're my bosses. That's who governs me. Not necessarily, you know, all the uh, the uppers because they do the same thing. Mm-hmm. And it's just about appeasing the community because this is the community. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And um, as to correlate what you said, I, I was very heavily into soccer. All my kids were too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, as I said, I coached fif- uh, 15 years at the, at the high school. Yeah, you were telling me you were the first referee at the first Cochise oh. College uh, women's soccer game yes. or something like that? Right? I, I got lucky, and Bill Monago, who goes way back, uh, it would jog somebody's memories, but he invited me down, and I got to referee that first match, which is nice. And that reminds me, I have a match on the uh, 20th of September. So, so you're still doing that. Yes, I am. <laughs> so uh, I, I keep involved. And like I said, my kids, they all did it. They're all part of the community. Um, I have six grandkids now. They're part of it. It's just you can't help but do it. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's there. And, of course, uh, the uh, leisure services, the parks department has, has moved so much and so fast in the last three years yeah. with our, our turf fields and everything else. It's really been nice. It's been a lot of work. Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. But we've we've really moved forward in, in a good way. And uh, I was happy to be a part of it. Yeah, in particular, since you're so involved with the soccer community, it's got to be cool that you were actually, I think, designing the original Eddie Sears Center Park. Correct. And now we've seen just a couple of years ago, it totally transformed. Correct. Uh, for the better. Yeah. Um, uh, what is nice is the turf fields. I mean, the maintenance on the grass was horrendous because mm-hmm. it, there was just so much play on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it left a lot of maintenance on the guys and, and so on and so forth. And this frees up a lot of time. Like last night, um, just to mention, uh, I had to run over and turn off the turn on the lights manually because uh, I think we had a lightning strike that we got to mm-hmm. get fixed. Mm-hmm. So I was over there and I sure enough, I drove up on my little scooter. I don't know if you know, I have a little... 
uh, Yamaha Vino 125. I need to get a photo of that now. I, I think, think. I, <laughs> I think I weigh more than the scooter actually, but with <laughs> it gets 70 miles a gallon. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think I'm not even going to mention what people say about it when I drive it. But anyway, I drove over there <laughs> and I turned the lights on and sure enough, I walk in the field and I know everybody there and, and I even see new people. It's, it's really nice. And just, just knowing that in development and maintenance, I was all a part of it. Mm-hmm. It's really cool. It, it, it's accomplishment. Mm-hmm. It feels good mm-hmm. to me at least. Oh, I bet. I, I have yeah. to imagine. I mean, it's that's one of the cool things about your job is you work on these physical things right. that actually change the environment for people. And so many people then enjoy that. It, mean, it, exactly. Now, of course, we don't do everything to make everybody happy. And believe you me, they let me know about it. <laughs> yeah, that's what you mean about the community and the parks being your boss. I mean, if something happens, you hear about it and you it, have to go out and deal with it. We have to jump. I, I call it the three-headed beast. Uh, that's parks sports fields and and our buildings maintenance and Mm -hmm. when it roars we have to feed it Mm -hmm. so um but i I do get a lot of good input also so um i my guys and myself uh we're always busy uh of course it's a it's an old infrastructure but as you see you go over to veterans and we got new stuff coming in like the well and the storage tank and mm-hmm. and Rothery Center or Veterans Sports Center mm-hmm. um yeah it's moving forward it's really cool absolutely and uh, before we switch too much uh to uh, just remind me, you also worked on, I think, Tompkins Park. Uh, what other major kind of parks or projects did you actually design? Well, when I got here, there was no Eddie Sear. There was mm-hmm. no Lynn Roberts. There was no Tompkins. Um, I can't remember everything because mm-hmm. I am older. <laughs> but uh, they were not here. So in engineering, all of those came about. I, I got to work on Lynn Roberts, uh, Tompkins, along with... Uh, Bruce Allery, who is still Mm -hmm. at at Buildings Maintenance, Uh, Eddie Sear, um, and really anything that engineering had to do with. Um, And like you said, here I am on the other foot doing the maintenance for everything that I was involved with. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so you mentioned your team a little bit. And uh, so you're not the only one going out there to deal with all that. But you you work with uh, 14 guys, I think, right? Yeah, I think 13 or 14 (laughs) uh, because... Some of us work for two people, but I'm just playing. Uh, I'm telling you, um, I talk about the transition. Mm -hmm. So I have a family of public works. Of Mm -hmm. course, uh, they all have their ideas and everything about it. And I consider them my family. And and there's been changes and turnover, but they're my family. I was so blessed, the fact that when I moved from engineering to parks, Mm -hmm. uh, I got a group of guys. Uh, they're as hard as a rock, but as soft as inside in the inside and just the best group of guys to do this job. Mm-hmm. And we have a blast. We have our down times, we have our up times, but they are very good at what they do. And, uh, I was the blessed one. I mean, really just to, just to inherit that. And we've been talking about things uh, lately. You're going to come back and see me and whatever. I said, no, I'm going to be that guy calls on the phone and says, this sprinkler's broken over here. You need to fix it. <laughs> but, but, but no, um, I, I've just been blessed here at the city. 
Absolutely. It really is. Uh, it's really been great to me. Absolutely. Um, and uh, one of the things uh, people have noticed, hopefully, in the last month is we're doing more for National Park and Rec Month last Correct. two years. Correct. Uh, and you were featured on the videos that Elizabeth Rozek, our museum curator, came up with and, and worked together with uh, our parks and yeah. sports folks to put, to put together. She's great. Yeah, she's great. Yeah, those videos were awesome. And well, they did a great job. <laughs> well, uh, like I said, we were talking about before, I'm sort of an improv guy. She, she gives me a list. I said, no, nah, just ask me. Oops, just ask me questions. <laughs> Here we are, we're talking about throwing our hands around. Yeah, and, yeah. But um, yeah, uh, she gives me a list. I said, just ask me questions and I'll answer it. And she was, uh, you know, she was prime on that. I mean, she just did such a good job. And then, of course, we did it last year and then we eased into this year. And um, she's just a great person to work with. And um, all those elements to showcase the, the parks as it was. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it was really nice because I don't think I know, it's not that I don't think, I know that the everyday citizen, citizen doesn't know everything that goes into what we do just to be out there. Absolutely. I mean, we, you know, the guys are cleaning restrooms, we're cutting trees, we're cutting grass, we're killing weeds. Uh, I'm fighting gophers at, at Tompkins. <laughs> uh, you know, it, it, it's endless. We get rattlesnakes, we get scorpions, we get this. It is just an endless fight. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's us against Mother Nature and she usually wins, but we try to keep up with her. So, Absolutely. Yeah. yeah I, I like being able to showcase those folks. And, you know, this year we showcased some members of the team and just showed a little bit of what they're doing sure. on particular days and stuff. Sure. I, 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 of course, they're a little hesitant to, mm-hmm. I don't want to be on Facebook. Mm-hmm. I don't want my picture, but, you know, you get across to them this is, this is to, to have a little more intimacy. Mm-hmm. I mean, think about it during COVID. Uh, you know, we were still out there working and mm-hmm. we were only the visual people. And when they saw that yellow shirt, they instantly go to them. Mm-hmm. So our guys became more of uh, a prominent site during that time. Mm-hmm. And now they know us even really well. So <laughs> sometimes I see people and run. <laughs> but, but no, I'm kidding. I, I, I enjoy my interactions with the public. It's it's really nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the events that we have, uh, the back work that we do all to the, uh, all of that is is enormous. Mm-hmm. Um, just to set up like the Oktoberfest, we got everybody working. Mm-hmm. That includes the leisure services and, and, and everything, too. And then we have our private events like art in the park or cars in the park where we're doing all the back work for them too. Mm -hmm. So this, this time between now and December uh, is a very, very busy time for us, mm-hmm. but um, such is the nature of the beast. Yeah, I think most times are probably busy for you guys <laughs> for one reason or another. <laughs> True, and, and then in the winter time, we're trying to catch up from mm-hmm. the busy time, so it it's it just morphs. Yeah, it's just one season after the other that we have to pr- uh, prepare for, mm-hmm. and it's 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 a and of course I have people on on the weekends because they have to do their job, so. It's an enormous responsibility. At least I feel that. Mm-hmm. And my guys do, too. Absolutely. It's uh, it's awesome you get to work outdoors all the time. I'm kind of jealous about that. I'm not going to lie. But you, you told me a little bit you love the outdoors. You work Correct. on local trails. Correct. I think you're informally called Ron Swanson uh, around the office. <laughs> yeah, that's... Uh, I, I, 
just a joke because of 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 the show. And he he wanted to work in the National Park Service or something, right? Or, yeah, that's yeah. how the show ended. And yep, that yep. would be nice if somebody just offered me that. But, <laughs> but uh, here I am. I'm applying for some jobs mm-hmm. at the Park Service. But to go back to what you said, you know, uh, you know, some days when I'm pulling ten hours or whatever. I'll wake up in the morning and, you know, our guys are, we're, we're coming in at 5 a.m. Mm-hmm. And I'll start drinking my coffee about 3.30 or 4. And and you just have that that special time where you just get to watch a sunrise. Mm-hmm. And you just, you know, you just put yourself somewhere else for a minute because, you know, the day's going to tackle you no matter what. You don't know what's in front of you, <laughs> but you just take that little time. And some of the sunrises that I get to see. You know, I take pictures of them and put them on Instagram or whatever, but they're just amazing. Mm-hmm. I mean, this this southern Arizona, it's weather a little a little humid and hot right now, but it's just it's just so nice, mm-hmm. and it it it'll put you out of any bad mood that you're in at the moment. Don't worry, it'll change in thirty minutes, but it's just really nice. And um, I do keep outdoors, as you say. I volunteer for the National Park Service. I, I used to volunteer for Karchner. I'm still a volunteer there. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a, that's nice doing the uh, the things through the uh, the caves, which is really cool. And of course, I'll probably get more on that now that I'll be retired. Mm-hmm. But um, I, I travel as much as I can up to Utah and the and the and the big parks and everything else. It just allows me to get away and. Mm-hmm. And I, I have plans to do the Arizona Trail, which is the 800 trail from Mexico to, to Utah. And uh, I'll do rim to rim. Hopefully, uh, I got a permit um, in December. No, not December, uh, November. And I hope to do that, too. That's awesome. Yeah, I was up there uh, the other week, and it's grueling, man. I'm just like, oh, you sure you want to do this? Yeah, I have to do it, man. I have to do it. Yeah, I had down to have a supai in uh, high school as a freshman in high school. Oh, and I beautiful think, place. Yeah, beautiful. I think I weighed probably like 135 pounds soaking wet, <laughs> and my pack probably weighed like 50 pounds because oh, I overpacked it. Yes. Oh, that was brutal. <laughs> uh, that's amazing. You got to go. I've been twice. I, 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 I took a girlfriend there once, and I took a bunch of friends. And it, it really is the most gorgeous place. So obviously, you've seen it. It's and, an oasis just in the middle of this, this at the bottom of the canyon down yeah. there that you just don't expect. It feels like you're in Hawaii or something. Right. Who would have thought in Arizona? Mm-hmm. It, it has that amazing uh, look to it. And uh, But as you say, I mean, it's 14 miles down. Yeah. <laughs> and that, <laughs> that, is, that doesn't even include the other six miles you got to walk down to uh, the other falls. Yeah, and, yeah. and what was funny, we laugh at, I was like, my nickname is Colorado. Mm-hmm. That's what they call me, Colorado, uh, all my military friends and so on and so forth. Because when we went there, I said, look, I want to walk down to the Colorado from Havasu. And nobody wanted to go. And, and they laugh at my accent. So now they're like, we're just going to call you Colorado from now on. And I'm like, okay, I'll live with that. So, <laughs> that so you're, you're a Texas guy, right? You came from Texas originally? C- correct. Yeah. I didn't really like the Colorado nickname. But, <laughs> uh, I am from Texas, born in Fort Worth. Uh, I spent another uh, 13 years in Houston. Mm-hmm. Um, that's how I got rid of a lot of my accent. Uh, <laughs> and uh 
hung around with the Yankees and stuff, and they laughed at me for a while. But then it did. And, of course, it doesn't help that my family's from Tennessee, mm. which even has a, a harder accent as it is. But uh, that's where my mother uh, resides currently, too. And But my father's in – he's in Texas, too. Gotcha. But yeah. all your grandkids are here, right, now, or? Correct. They are. I got lucky. My son moved back from, uh, he was in Texas and he's, he's up in Vail now. So I get to see my grandkids as much as I want. Gotcha. That's not, a nice privilege. Yes. <laughs> not as much. Yeah. Not every day, but as much <laughs> as I want. I, I, I do have plans to take them to the Grand Canyon in about three or four weeks because they haven't seen it yet. So I'm looking forward to that. Absolutely. Um, so yeah, thinking about to your uh, back to your first comment about Sierra Vista, you had no idea where it was. Your station out oh there, my God. like one road. But looking back now, um, I mean, what are you grateful for in terms of you know fate kind of placing you here, and and just looking back at your career and your time in the community and everything. Wow. Um, you know, do you feel a sense of, of grace or, or gratefulness for that? That's a that's a great question. Uh, I have not pondered that yet, but let me see what I can come up with here. I remember driving in in 1989 to Sierra Vista mm-hmm. off of I-10. Two years after I was born. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks, man. Yep. No problem. You get to retire this week. I don't. Okay. So yeah, that. I'll take that. I'll take that. <laughs> so, uh it, Remember, Highway 90 was two-lane road. Mm-hmm. Uh, even the bypass was two-lane. Uh, this place has changed enormously. Mm-hmm. Um, I look back, and I'm not a, I'm not like a money guy. Mm-hmm. I, it, it doesn't like excite me. Of course, I love to win the lottery. I played it the other day. <laughs> I was like, "Come on, come on, come on!" But I'm okay. Uh, I don't need a lot. I want a lot, but I don't. Um, I, I really feel my being blessed is everywhere I've been in my life. I've been able to make friends really well. And this place has been perfect from old friends, from the military, from the post office, from the city, from soccer, you name it. It's just amazing. And that's how I feel blessed. Of course, my family, uh, my wife, my kids, they're all number one. Um, but the friends, just sitting here at the table with y'all, I mean, this is cool. Mm-hmm. And and these are the things that I'm blessed for because not everybody gets that. Yeah. It's, it's amazing to me um, that I get to go places, meet people. I mean, I'm at the Grand Canyon. I meet a half a dozen people. It's cool. But I think about Sierra Vista and that's that's what I see about this place. Um, whatever reason God put me here, it, it works for me. That's the best way I know how to explain that one. Absolutely, that works. Um, so as a way to close, um, as you're kind of ending your career with the city, uh, for anyone who's looking for work, trying to find a meaningful career, that okay. kind of thing, um, why should they look at the city? What, what makes it a, a good place to work? Um... I, I see that as a a, a, um, a, a two way to answer that mm-hmm. because first of all, I believe the city's good. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Fort Huachuca, it's it's its own city as it is. Mm-hmm. We have so many elements, and and I don't just include the city of service. The, we have our little tri city areas. I mean, we're just 
how far from Mexico. Yeah. We have Tombstone. We have Bisbee. We have other things. It's not just about the city of Sierra Vista. It's mm-hmm. the area of Cochise County. First of all, you there's just endless things to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, up on the mountains, whatever, I've hit all the trails. It's uh, We're the hummingbird capital. We're this, we're that. It's just enormous amount of things. So I guess what how I would piggyback on that is if you get to work in a place that's really cool, that's really nice. Mm-hmm. I, I do believe if I were to specify about the city, uh, the city – has always been really good with their employees. Mm-hmm. I, I really believe so. I, I always say to my guys, the city owes me nothing, and I don't, I don't owe it, it anything because I think we're even. But that's the way I believe a job should be, and I, I, I think that's how I see it. Now, of course, that's my opinion, mm-hmm. and you have to understand everybody has an opinion. You might find some people who, who think differently, but I see overall – I see, I see good things here. I see changes. I see a lot of things that you wouldn't get in Tucson mm-hmm. or Phoenix or other places that makes this thing special mm-hmm. or the city, not thing. It still so, feels like a small town and a bit like a family to a certain degree. I, I think if we had a, if we had to put a name on it, it's an adolescent. That's what I like to call it. Mm-hmm. And I think we're still trying to figure out a little bit what we're doing, but we still have that hometown feel. Mm-hmm. You know, people come back, even my kids, you know, the friends here that didn't leave. And, and of course, my family being from Tennessee, nobody barely leaves there. But it's it does have that feel. I mean, and by you shaking your head, I think you agree. Mm-hmm. Nodding my head. <laughs> I, yeah, I mean, I'm sorry. Shaking up and down. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> By you agreeing with me by nodding your head, let me specify. Yeah. yeah. No, actually, when I was a reporter with the Herald, I covered the city. So I covered the city for about six years. And it was right as a lot of department heads were transitioning out. Uh, Correct. So folks who had been here for 30 years, pretty much. Sure. Um, so over the course of doing a lot of those interviews, you get an impression that, you know, people stay at the city. And it, it, it does have that kind of atmosphere where it's more than just a job, you know, and, sure. and, and, and management prioritizes family, your sure. personal family, your, your kind of stuff. I mean, just stuff like that matters. Uh, I, you're not just a number. You're just not, you know, a, a robot doing your thing. I have to agree. And, you know, I will say uh, after 22 years, I've seen a lot of change. Mm-hmm. Some change is good. Some change is different. Mm-hmm. Some people, some change you have to adjust to. Mm-hmm. It's, it's just all the changing of the guard. Yep. It, it just in direction changes too. Like I said, back 20 years ago, I mean, at Public Works, uh, they would pull a refuse driver off to go help the guys at parks. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, one of the other guys had to go over to another department to help. That's just how it was. I mean, you know, Ethel Berger was mayor. Mm-hmm. Um I think I can speak this. She would buy us a keg every year for the Christmas party mm-hmm. when it was legal mm-hmm. to do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was such a, uh, a different place, but times change. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, I've seen it. 
Yeah, I mean, we're, we're so accountable all the time of government employees in this day and age. I mean, everything has changed that way. It has. Um, but with, you know, 24-7 social media, right. I mean, anyone can show up at a park, notice something's wrong or their reservation wasn't right or whatever, and feel like they need immediate attention. It's, um, it's dangerous. It, it, it's hard. It's, it's, it's a change. And it's hard to, to meet those expectations sometimes. And, and this boy here, remember, I didn't always have a cell phone. <laughs> so it, it it really I have to think back. I have to go back and and pull my mind mm-hmm. back to remember that, but there wasn't any social media. Mm-hmm. It was just communication. We had radios. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so anyway, now I'm talking about how old I am. So uh <laughs> It's yeah. okay. But yeah, that's something I, I think about a lot too. Is it, is it exciting to work in this environment? It's so dynamic. There's so much going on all the right. time, but we're also pulled so many directions. It's it, can, true. it can be stressful and, and hard to adapt to for, for people too. And I agree with you totally. Yeah. But that's just kind of, I think that's the state of the world these days. For sure. We're, we're not unique in that regard, probably. And if you're, if you're not changing, you're just stagnant. And, and really, you have to keep up. I'm not saying the, there's something wrong with the old ways because I have a lot of old ways left in me. But you have you can't be stagnant. You got to move forward in, in other things. And as I retire, uh, my replacement, I'm sure they'll have different ideas about different things, which will be good for everybody. Mm-hmm. And you know? you'll just be sitting out there, you know, <laughs> sending in your text message or your social media message about will, the broken like, irrigation system or whatever. Yeah, don't listen to him. That's the old supervisor. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. Yeah, that'll be fun. Yes, it will. It will. Yeah. So anyway, thank you so much for taking the time to be here with us today. It was a lot of fun talking to you, and I wish you the very best on your next adventures. Oh, it's my pleasure completely, and much success to y'all. I appreciate it. Thank you. All right. That wraps another episode of Let's Talk Sierra Vista. We'll talk again soon. As always, you're invited to join the conversation by sending your comments, ideas, or questions to pod at sierravistaaz.gov. That's P-O-D at sierravistaaz.gov. Take care, everybody. Mm-hmm.